This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. John is in Las Vegas. We can't wait to get there. John, what do you think? Let me tell you something, Amy. You want to have fun in Vegas? I'm your guy. You think you're going to want to go to the Mob Museum? Yes. I am the greeter at the Mob Stop it! Stop it! You're a greeter? I am Chicago Johnny. That's money. I will definitely be there to give you a personal tour. I got a nice electric chair that you can sit in. You sit in it, you pull the lever, and it electrocutes you. It's so much fun. Thank you so much for listening. I feel like this is going to be a personalized experience now. Jackpot. They make their own moonshine. <laughs> Real moonshine. It's not 80 proof. It's 80 proof. Jay, should we be drinking moonshine at noon? I promise you, I'm not going to let you down. You're going to love it. After Hours takes on Las Vegas for the first time. Brought to you by Southern Recipe. On an evening Roma. On an evening Roma. When you We haven't even met Chicago Johnny yet, and he's already a celebrity, of course, because he was listening to our show, happens to be a greeter at the Mob Museum, and now he's got surprises waiting for us, which makes me a little nervous, I'll be honest. Uh, But he said there's no way we can miss him. We've got a date with Chicago Johnny on Friday morning at 10 a.m. local time. He is going to give us the personalized tour, the grand tour of the Mob Museum. I saw signs for it in the airport, Jay. Did you? Oh, I did not. Yeah, super cool. Oh, it looks scary as heck. Mob Museum. Uh, Right. And it, it says all the inside stories behind the scenes. There's wow. blood, like actual dried blood. That's what Chicago Johnny told us on the, what was it, the uh, St. Valentine's Day fire? or oh, whatever. I don't man. even remember, something wild. Yeah, I'm not sitting in the chair until after you do. I'll, you said it was fun. Electrocute you. It's so much fun, he says. So much <laughs> it doesn't fun. sound like that great of a time, but we'll give it a shot. Are you going to sip moonshine? 
I don't know, 80%. You're done working by then. You're just headed for a flight later on Friday. Yeah, I want to make it to that flight. I don't know if moonshine <laughs> we'll at noon. We'll roll you back to the airport. <laughs> Have you decided which brunch place that you would like to try for your pre-birthday Vegas experience? The Bellagio still seems to be in the lead for me. Okay. All right. I'm saving my pennies. This is why I can't go to the company dinner, because I got to pay for Jay's birthday brunch at We've come up with a plan. We will share the plan with you before the end of the hour. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, sponsored by Southern Recipe Pork Rinds in Las Vegas for Super Bowl week. We're excited to be doing this together. Jay's never been. He's blown away. Hasn't been to Vegas since he was a teenager, so a long time ago. My first trip to Vegas, and I'm already overwhelmed, just walking through the airport it was about a par five golf course, or par five golf hole, excuse me, from my gate to where the concourses all came together in a, in a central hub. And I passed at least three sets of gambling machines in the airport. Do people actually stop? They don't care about getting to their baggage or a car or where they're going. They stop, they sit down, and they just start dropping money. It was actually the first thing I saw. I got right off, ding, ding, right ding, out ding, of the ding, gate ding, 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 and ding, ding, right ding. there. I was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely in Nevada. I guess, I think it's more maybe for people who are waiting to go home, right? Oh, right. So if you have a long layover or if you're stuck there, see, that's the thing. People might feel appreciative. You know how Mike Tomlin's so appreciative. They might be appreciative of something to do, but it's not like they're free. Oh, no. Yeah, you're probably better just like kind of waiting and sitting, but they're there and... We walked through the casino that bridges Luxor to Mandalay Bay. Now, we may do the monorail on Wednesday only because we want to get a different perspective of the south end of the Strip. And so we want to get videos and photos from as many angles as possible. But, oh, and Allegiant Stadium, we should be able to be up high. If it's a monorail, we should be high enough that we can get some shots inside. We actually are planning to walk over as far as they will let us go. So we have credentials. We can follow the signs to Allegiant Stadium. If we come up against a... Locked fence. I guess that's we. That's the rule. We can't go any farther. But at least we're going to go over there and try. So that's what Jay and I are doing on Wednesday. We're going to attempt to walk over to Allegiant Stadium. Now, our friend Hondo Carpenter, who covers the Las Vegas Raiders for Sports Illustrated, he's going to meet us on Radio Row. I wonder if he has any secrets about sneaking into. If I can sneak into Notre Dame Stadium, then I can sneak into Allegiant Stadium. Should we take him with us? We should ask him if he's interested. You want a field trip, Hondo? Yeah. So we're, we're going to try to hit Allegiant Stadium on Wednesday, if not then Thursday. And we've got a plan for how we cannot ditch the company dinner entirely. Uh, but we can do Tacos El Gordo. I, I got to read you the tweet we just got about Tacos El Gordo. We can do Tacos and Dirt Dogs as well as maybe the company dinner. Although most of you are saying... Do the Vegas experience. Give us photos and videos. We don't care about the company dinner. This is really funny, though. Just saw this tweet from Grovebound. I'm sure that's not his given name. I've only experienced two better tastes on earth than Tacos El Gordo. And those were also taco shops. Okay. On earth. I'm sold. On earth. Only two better tastes on planet earth. Maybe he's only ever been to, like, Vegas and one other city. But still, that's a ringing endorsement. Yeah, tacos, El Gordo, and dirt dogs. And the number of steps that we're walking each day, more than going to account for all of the calories. 
Because here's what I think you need to do. I think you need to grab a screenshot or a photo of a dirt dog. It's not a hot dog. It's not just a hot dog. It's a meal. And then also a screenshot of maybe some of the tacos at El Gordo and put it up on Twitter and Facebook so people can see what we're dealing with here. Of course we will. Okay. Yes. But even, even if we take the monorail to either of these places... The walk back to the monorail is going to burn off the calories. Ah. And the walk anywhere. Well, this I know. The monorail does run among the MGM Grand properties, which are Luxor, Mandalay Bay, and there's one more down here. I don't know what the name of it is. But there are three MGM hotels, MGM Resort hotels at the south end of the Strip, right across from Allegiant Stadium. Mandalay Bay is where the convention center is located. Radio Row, the accreditation center, it's cavernous. We walked forever to get from the Luxor to the Mandalay Bay convention center. Uh, and we, not that we, well, actually we did get lost. You and I were standing bit. in the middle of a concourse with a food court and a mall and the accreditation center. And we were just walking in circles. We, we were not mall. sure which way we were going. So we did get lost once, but we managed to make it back to where we were supposed to be. We, no joke, did a gigantic circle. It, the NFL is a little bit that, ridiculous. That's on them. That yeah. wasn't on us. We, didn't no. get, we followed the steps there. That, we they just sent us we on a goose We followed the chase. signs. They made us go outside, back through security, and then into the accreditation center, which is goofy because we we were right there. Started there. They wouldn't have known if we had gone through security if we had just, like, with a crowd of people, taken right. a right into the media, the media center, Radio Row. They would never have known because it wasn't like... It was cordoned off so you couldn't get from one lane to another. All you had to do is wait till a few people come through and slip and take a right-hand turn, and you're into the media center. We had our credentials at that point. We had we just did. gotten them. All we had to do Ridiculous. was walk right in. Ridiculous. We Jay and I had this epiphany. Weren't we just here like 20 minutes ago? Well, yeah, 20 minutes We ago. literally did a huge circle courtesy of the NFL. It's like they want us to see everything Mandalay Bay has to offer. Maybe that was their plan. <laughs> It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. As I say, we're at our Las Vegas affiliate, 98.5 HD2, The Bet. We're pleased to be here. Our friend Dan, oh my gosh, he's working long hours. He's an engineer. He's hosting other stations, other affiliates around the country like AM670, The Score. We'll have shows from here as well. Uh, And we're posting photos and videos just initially Impressions of Radio Road. Jay enjoys doing scene set videos, uh, and he's taking photos of our convos with all of our guests. If you missed Laura Oakman or Brandon Lang, actually, we're going to bring back a snippet of Brandon Lang because we know there's plenty of Lions fans who listen in the the, the later stages of the show, right, as we get into that early morning commute, uh, Eastern time. His story about... His betting experience with the Lions-Niners-NFC Championship is hysterical. I was about to fall out of my chair. I was laughing so hard. He had practiced this bit in the mirror. I have no doubt. Anyway, Brandon Lang is an incredible story. He's a handicapper about whom the money, oh, Two for the Money, the movie Two for the Money was made with Al Pacino, Rene Russo, Uh, and Matthew McConaughey, who played him. So you don't want to miss that conversation. Also, he has tips for coming to Vegas, tips for betting, tips for how you should place your bets and your wagers on sports specifically. Judy Batista with some insight about the coaching cycle and also working on a story about Brock Purdy and why people are so hard on him. I mean, it's, it's an interesting angle. I really don't get it. But Brock has decided long ago he does not care what people say 
though he could absolutely employ Toby Keith as his theme song, his theme music, How Do You Like Me Now? I don't think that's his personality. Instead, he's taking it all in stride. It can be a compliment at, at, at times where it's like, all right, you got a guy that can come in and, and run the system well. Um, I feel like that's a compliment. I think that's, you know, you're doing things right mentally, and, and obviously you're good enough to be able to hit guys that are open and make plays. Um, you know, there's 32 teams in the NFL, and there's not a lot of people that can come in and, and play the quarterback position well in the NFL. It's a hard, it's a hard job. So um, if you're saying that I'm a game manager and I – I don't look flashy in how I do it. I mean, that's your opinion, and that's okay. And at the end of the day, I want to do what it takes to help my team win. And so I think winning at the end of the day in the NFL is probably the biggest and most important thing. You think? I love how he says, I think winning in the NFL is probably the biggest and most important thing. You got to give the guy credit. He has the right perspective. If it rolls off his back, or as some people would say, if he has a thick skin, maybe he doesn't pay any attention. Let your play, the wins, and your teammates do the talking, right? How many times have we heard Christian McCaffrey talk about the number of amazing things he could say about Brock Purdy? He actually says, uh, I can't, I run out of, I I never run out of things to say about Brock Purdy. Fred Warner is crowing about him every chance he gets uh, and clapping back at those who would say he's a game manager, he's Mr. Irrelevant, he's not as good as some of the other flashy quarterbacks in the NFL. And yet, if the idea is to get to a Super Bowl, which they've now done, right, after being injured in last year's NFC Championship, they're able to get to the point where they have now this opportunity to unseat the Chiefs and win their first championship since the mid-90s. And Brock Purdy is the quarterback that's running the offense. Who gives a crap how he manages the game? Who cares? So I love that perspective. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, You may have heard this. And I often say about Patrick Mahomes that he is impervious to pressure. I definitely believe that on the football field. There's nothing he hasn't faced or experienced. There's nothing that he hasn't stared down. There's no scramble. There's no defensive pass rush. Uh, There's no throw he can't make. But when it comes to family, it's different. And he's got some high-profile family members who have been in the headlines for the wrong reasons. His brother has a penchant for running his mouth a bit. But his father, far more serious has been arrested multiple times for driving under the influence. Happened again just a couple days ago, and of course Patrick is getting asked about it. Now, this is coming from, again, family perspective, not the quarterback who's working on a dynasty, not the baby goat who wants to replace Tom Brady, not the larger-than-life QB that can do anything on a football field and we are dazzled by it. No, this is the son of a father that he adored and that he grew up following around when he was a kid and his dad was a pro athlete, and now he's gotten into trouble again. Yeah, um, he's doing good. Uh, I haven't, don't really want to get into it too much, but um, um, he's doing good for, for whatever the, the situation is. Um, it's a family matter, so I'll just keep it to the family, um, and that's all I really have to say at this point. And that's smart. That's all he can say. He's not going to air his family's dirty laundry. But as anyone who's ever lived through 
family drama, and I, I hate to put it in that cauldron, but you know what I mean when I say it, or if you come from a dysfunctional family. Now, I truly believe that most families on the planet have some dysfunction, but as a person who has an estranged father who has addiction issues and with whom I do not have a relationship, I can identify and empathize with Patrick Mahomes. It's not just the fact that his father's in trouble, that he got arrested, that he's making dangerous choices. It's also the fact that the entire world knows about it. And how do you go back to playing football without it mattering to you, without it weighing on you? Now, he can focus. He's mentally tough. Again, there's no situation that he hasn't faced on a football field. And maybe he's more accustomed to this with his father. But it doesn't make it easier. It doesn't make it maybe embarrassing, less embarrassing. It doesn't mean it's not a load that he carries, especially if he really loves his dad. So thinking about those two quarterbacks in completely different lights and and what's being said and what's being asked of them this week, even as they meet the media in Henderson, Nevada, by the way. So it's outside Las Vegas, which makes sense. The two teams do not want their athletes, their coaches staying on the strip. That is not advisable. Uh, Roger Goodell did his state of the media, state of the state of the NFL address to the media. Excuse me. That was on Monday. And yes, we had to interrupt him because he was taking too long. Uh, And so at the top of the hour, you only got a snippet and then me talking over him. But he is pleased with what he's seen from this most recent hiring cycle as it pertains to diversity and the Rooney rule. I think the hiring cycle uh, was obviously encouraging from the coaching, head coaching standpoint. Uh, as you point out, we don't look at this just in the coaching level or offensive coordinators. We look at this across the board. We look at this from coaching to ownership to presidents to general managers, and we've seen extraordinary progress in all of that. We still have a lot of work to do. Um, we are not satisfied where we are. We think that there are, diversity is very good for us as a league. Uh, It's made us better. It gives opportunities to talented people. Not having it be necessary would be a wonderful world for us. Uh, I I personally believe that it's still necessary because I think we want to show the benefits of looking at a diverse slate of candidates. Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL. And, yes, we have had some coaches hired that would change the numbers slightly. Right, so Gerard Mayo of the New England Patriots, he was promoted from the staff that was Bill Belichick's, and he takes over as a head coach in his 30s, first time. Great for him to get an opportunity. But clubs have found ways to circumvent the Rooney rule. They must conduct in-person interviews with at least two external diverse, that means minority by race and or female, candidates, for any GM or head coaching interview. They must interview at least two minorities and or women for all coordinator positions. So they've expanded the Rooney rule, but there are still teams that are going to circumvent it with token interviews. I hate that. I hate that phrase. But it is good to know that there's more diversity, diversity spreading, not just among coaches, but also spreading among those coordinators and general managers and front office executives, guys who make decisions. 
Carolina's Dave Canales. He's Hispanic. And then here in Las Vegas, Antonio Pierce got promoted as the head coach no longer interim of the Raiders. So the number of coaches, head coaches, that are minorities entering the 2024 season is nine. Remember, Ron Rivera, he was let go in Washington. He was a minority as well. And and so you have kind of the ebb and flow. But I'm thrilled for Antonio Pierce. Of course, New England gets a guy they know well in Gerard Mayo. And Dave Canales had great success with the Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield this year. So it's a milestone, but it's still only nine. And the Rooney rule, sadly, still needs to be in effect. But here's what I always say. Give me a chance to interview, and I'll blow you away. I may not be your first choice, your second choice, your third choice, but if you give me a chance to interview, if you let me get in front of you, if you let me talk, and you ask me what I think, and you engage in conversation, I may change your mind. So never turn down an interview, even if it's a quote-unquote token interview. That's always my advice. On Twitter, A-Law Radio, we've got photos, we've got videos. I do enjoy the fact that Producer Jay can take all of these and edit them all and put them up himself so that (laughs) I can focus on the actual content. It's good to know that uh, Jay can manage the social media for this week anyway. We've got a poll up to company dinner at a fancy Italian restaurant or tacos, El Gordo, and dirt dogs. Every time I say it, Jay smiles. It's like poop-eating grin. This dirt dog-eating grin. I would love a dirt. It just sounds uh, so good. Our stomach has been growling for so long. Our collective one stomach has been growling. Neither one of us ate a meal. Uh, actually, Jay ate breakfast on Tuesday, but I've not eaten a meal since Monday Feels night. like a week ago. Oh, my gosh. It's, we're choosing between sleep and food the first, the first day on Radio Row. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna rectify that coming up on Wednesday. We're already making big plans. All right, straight ahead, Michael Lombardi of Visa Network. He's got the Lombardi Line show, but also the GM Shuffle podcast because he comes from the front office. He's got a lot of insight. You'll hear from him next. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From Las Vegas and the home of Super Bowl 58, 98.5 HD2, the bet is where we'll be doing our shows 
the next couple nights. We're so pleased to be here. It's way better than being inside a convention center with very few bodies. The audio, the acoustics are just not the same. So we spend our afternoons on Radio Row. Uh, Then we either sleep or eat and get some more pictures and videos walking through casinos and food courts and malls and all the MGM resort properties. We're actually going to try the monorail on Wednesday, uh, but we do our interviews on Radio Row. And that's where I caught up with Michael Lombardi, who is not only the host of Lombardi Line on Visa Network, based here in Las Vegas, but he's also a former NFL office executive and has the GM Shuffle podcast. He's very well connected in the NFL. He's been to Vegas a bunch. And since it's my first time, I asked him, I don't know if it's normally like this, but what do you think of a Super Bowl and Vegas and the marriage of the two entities? You know, my first job in football was I was an unpaid assistant at UNLV with Randall Cunningham was the quarterback on that team in 81. That's how long ago it was. And the town has changed dramatically. So to see the town go from when I first drove my truck from Ocean City here (laughs) to today is somewhat remarkable, you know. And having a Super Bowl here, it is the perfect Super Bowl town because they're used to having a lot of people. They have a lot of hotel rooms, a lot of restaurants. When we were in Indianapolis, it was a great town to be in for the Super Bowl. However, there weren't a lot of restaurants. There was, you you weren't as much, the activity downtown was a little tight. So I really enjoyed it. It's great. I'm really excited for it. So we've got the first ever one in Vegas at the same time that the ratings continue to set records, going back to some of the matchups, even in the wild card round, divisional round, not to mention championship weekend. The numbers are off the charts. Why does it keep growing like this when most other entertainment industries are seeing more of a depression? Well, I think, you know, I wrote about this in my book, Football Done Right, and I think the power of television along with the power of betting Right. When you have a vested interest in a game, whether it's a dollar, ten dollars or ten or a hundred thousand dollars, you watch with more interest. You watch intently. And the betting world, you know, in 1975, the NFL Today came on board with CBS. In 76, Brett Musburger and Jimmy the Greek walked down to Pete Rozelle's office and said, we want to do a segment on the NFL today that kind of talks about betting. And Rozelle, at the end of the meeting, said, just don't talk lines. And that betting interest, I think, has really created this incredible surge. And I also think that, you know, when you look at when Taylor Swift gets involved and and we become a a worldwide event, it it really increases. And so I think it's all great. I really do. Anybody who criticizes Taylor Swift's involvement really doesn't appreciate that the growth of the game allows all of us to enjoy our craft. How well do you think the NFL is walking the line, though, between the betting and trying to maintain that integrity that the commissioner talks about? Well, I think they, they do a great job of it. Look, they would not have put out injury reports if they didn't recognize betting. So even though betting wasn't legal when they were doing injury reports, they still understood the betting market was there. Now we come out there and we have official sponsors. I work for a company, DraftKings, that is an official sponsor of the NFL. So I think we're really in tune to it. Plus, let's face it, you go over to Europe, they seem to handle it really well. And they understand it. They have their issues. And and the job of the league office is to protect the integrity. And so is the job of DraftKings. I mean, nobody wants the White Sox scandal, right? Nobody wants that. So... That can be avoided. Mm. Michael Lombardi's with Vizen, the Lombardi line, and then the GM Shuffle podcast. And Vizen was one of the first networks kind of devoted to gambling and to sports betting, right. but they're everywhere now. 
right. I keep wondering if the market can keep supporting it. Well, you know, you have to be everywhere because I think what we are now into is the age of information. And everybody wants information, and whether it's betting information or what's going on with their team information, but information rules. And I think what you see is less of the, you know, interpersonal things as opposed to what's actually going to happen on the field. Because I may want to bet a dollar on this. And so I think that's really what happens. And Brian Musburger, who started VEASAN, the nephew of Brent Musburger, really understood it and got this thing going. And we started it here in Las Vegas five years ago and DraftKings purchased it two years ago. And it's going to continue to grow and grow and grow. As we all understand, this is really nothing different than Bloomberg News or the CNBC, where you're talking about stocks, only we're talking about sports. Hmm. So then let's talk about the Super Bowl, just because we're talking about a game that, while it may be a rematch of four years ago, is almost entirely different. Yeah. Although there's still Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey. But how have you seen the Chiefs morph over the past few years from what they were then to what they are now? Well, whenever you win, everybody wants to get paid. It's what Pat Riley calls the disease of me. And so you have to make some concessions because there are players that need to get paid and there are players that you're going to lose. Tyreek Hill, you know, so we've seen the Chiefs go from this really dynamic experience explosive offense to an offense that's kind of trying to find itself. And it took them until really after the Christmas Day game against the Raiders where they said, you know what, we're going to protect the football. We're going to run it more. Pacheco's got seven more carries per game than he had in the regular season. And we're going to win with our defense, which is unique because Andy Reid likes to win with his offense. He's always done that. But I think he's a great coach for recognizing the strength of his team. And the strength of his team is the defense. Mm -hmm. They've only given up 14.3 points. And so he's played a game that adheres to his defense. He's not trying to win the stats, he's trying to win the game. When it comes to that defense, though, the part that I love about it is that they're a big play defense. Yeah. Right? They have so many veterans on that side of the ball now. You kind of wonder if this group is almost impervious to whatever pressure they might be well, in. Well, I, I think the perfect example of what you're saying, Amy, is the Buffalo game. I mean, Buffalo had the ball for 37 minutes. You know, they had they ran 78 plays, and in the fourth quarter when the Kansas City defense needed to stop, they got a stop. And then, of course, they missed the field goal. So they've been opportunistic as well. And I think that really is why they've gotten here. You know, they, they were a team that needed to change who they were offensively, and then defensively they've been very opportunistic. Why do you think Brock Purdy gets criticized so much? Or, or at least gets, I don't know. I think there's a, there was a strong contingency of, of 49er fans that really love Trey Lance. And I think there is a little bit of that that goes hmm. into it. I think they gave up so much for Lance, they wanted that. I mean, Lance has always been a lightning rod topic for 49er fans. If you said a bad word about him when he wasn't playing well, you got destroyed. I can tell you that by Twitter. <laughs> so I, I think that, you know, I don't understand it. I mean, here we are in this world where we love the Kurt Warner story, right? He goes from, he wouldn't even throw a pass when he was at Green Bay. He was so awestruck. And he goes and plays for the Iowa Barnstormers. He works at a grocery store. And then he gets a tryout with the Rams, and he leads them to a Super Bowl. And we love that story. But yet we don't love the Brock Purdy story. You know, we say Brock Purdy's a game manager. Well, did anybody ever look at what Kurt Warner, who he's thrown to? Terry Holt, Hazakim, you know, uh, I mean, Marshall Falk in the background. I mean, it was a great offensive team. And so I don't understand it. I can't figure it out, but I know this. Here's what I do know. All this nonsense that he's a game manager is crap. And he is a really good player. He is. Well, and the Tom Brady story, too, he got drafted in the sixth round. It's not right. like he was some incredible know, like first-round pick. I know, and they keep saying, well, he's got all these great players. Well, I mean, uh, Kurt Warner had Trent, had Torrey Holt. 
He had Isaac, Isaac Bruce. Bruce. Yep. You know, he had Marshall Falk. He had all these great players. Azakim, he had all these great skill players. And all of a sudden, now he wasn't a game manager, but Brock Purdy is. You know, it's don't let the facts get in the way of a narrative, okay? <laughs> Michael Lombardi's here on Radio Row. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. The GM Shuffle Pod, I bet you've talked about this. Why is it that a guy with six Super Bowl rings does not have a job? Well, I mean, look, it's just, it's the way the league is. In 1975, Bill Walsh talked about it. It's people are protecting their turf. You know, they, if you make a change and go to Belichick, it, you might lose your job because he's the expert on football and then all of a sudden you're not. So his day will come back again. I mean, look, he's a great coach. He's had six Super Bowls. I don't know how you can send the message to your fan base that you're trying to win and you don't hire them. I really don't. I don't understand that. I mean, if you're the Washington Commanders and you're saying we're committed to winning and yet we're going to hire Dan Quinn and we're going to hire, you know, Adam Peters and you're not going to talk to Belichick, I find that hard to believe. But look, this is what teams do. They want to try it a different way. But remember this, you know, some teams become desperate. And when they become desperate, they'll make a phone call. Hmm. What about Mike Vrabel? You could have filled the, everything I just said, replaced the Belichick part with the Vrabel part. And he's 48. It's ridiculous, you know, but look, what never goes out of stop. People say, well, you can't be that harsh on players. You can't do that. You can't do this. Look, there's nothing going to change about who wins championships in any sport. It takes accountability. It takes a coach who's demanding. It takes somebody that is going to push you to become a better player. And like Rob Gronkowski said, hey, look, he may, you may not like him when you're playing for him, but you love him after you're done. And that's really ultimately what it is. We have a generation that wants to go to Dairy Queen after the game and everybody play right field. Well, and so many of these 30-somethings, too, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's pretty incredible the trend that has gotten so much younger well, now with softer. the guys who don't have experience. Everybody wants to be softer and everybody wants to be gentler. Well, to get anybody to go where they have to go, you got to push them. You know, what makes a great leader? Great leaders stand in front when you're getting attacked. They stand behind when you're getting praised. But they also push you when you're falling short. And I think sometimes we misjudge that pushing as being too harsh. You ever miss being in a front office? No, I really like it. I mean, I've written two books since I've been in a front office, Gridiron Genius and Football Done Right. I get to work at Vison and talk about football. And, and the best part, Amy, I don't have to put up with all the politics. <laughs> I, I don't have to worry about what I say. I can just say whatever I want to say. I'm not relying upon somebody evaluating my ability. I can write about my ability. Mm. Is there any job security in the sport? At all? And there's no job security. I mean, if because, Belichick can get I mean, the if, bounce. It, 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 well, you're being judged by people that don't know what they're doing. That is so true. That sounds like radio, actually. Yeah, I mean, that's <laughs> what it is. You're getting judged by people that have no idea. Who Really, can you imagine if you're a team, if you're the Atlanta Falcons and you're Terry Fontenot and you're the general manager, you're going to interview Belichick? Seriously, are you going to really interview him? I mean, think about that for a minute. I mean, if, <laughs> if you're Adam Peters with Washington, are you really? I mean, who knows more football? And nobody wants to have that conversation. Huh. Okay, well, then where is he a good fit? Let's just say I, I a bunch of a jobs good, he's open up again. He's a good fit for anybody who wants to win. If you're committed to winning, he's a okay. great fit. All right. The final word. Lombardi line on Vizen when? It is Monday through Friday. We are on from 1 o'clock Eastern to 3, Saturdays and Sunday, 10 to 12. You don't take a day off ever? I take Friday off during the season, and I'll take Friday and Saturday off in the offseason. I, 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 I love hoops. I love the NBA. But once the season's over with, I go down to five days a week. It's great to finally have you in person, even though we both live in New Jersey, and here we yeah. are in Vegas doing this it's in amazing. person. Thank you, But Amy. thank you so much. Thank you. Any team that wants to win will hire Bill Belichick. That's his bottom line. Any team that wants to win. And he talked about the everyone gets a trophy generation and how that's affecting hiring.
which I think is inside. Now, it's his perspective, but he was in NFL front offices for years. The GM Shuffle Pod, as well as the Lombardi Line on Visa Network, which is based here in Las Vegas, started by a Musburger. So we've got a guest list for you coming up on Wednesday that will reveal straight ahead. Also, if you missed Brandon Lang's bit about the Detroit Lions and how it cost him a lot of money, I swear I didn't ask him about that specifically. I asked him, is gambling on sports a game of chance or a game of skill? And this is what came out. He nearly started crying. Check out our photos on Facebook after hours with Amy Lawrence or on my Twitter, A Law Radio. Jay's also posting videos and photos from our show account after hours CBS. We're glad to have you with us from Las Vegas, 98.5 HD2, the bet. Oh, yeah. It is a perfect anthem, a classic anthem, and he will be missed. He was known for being anti establishment, if you will. And Toby Keith loved, loved, loved his country music. And, of course, the fans returned that adoration. He loved his OU Sooners. Anything to do with Oklahoma football, basketball, I would see him at events and games, even pep rallies to support the Sooners. He would travel to take in the big events. And he was always on the sidelines or at the end line. And so you'd always run into him if you covered OU football, basketball, even sometimes the women's basketball team. Uh, and I covered them extensively as well. And then he loved America. He supported the military. He took trips overseas. Uh, yeah, he was bold and he was brash and he was proud and he was funny. And he passed away after fighting with grace and dignity And that's, according to his family, uh, already being missed by millions of people around the world. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. We are in Las Vegas for the next couple of nights, all right? So this is not the end, but we've scratched the surface a little bit with some photos and some videos. Great conversations with the likes of Michael Lombardi, whom you just heard, as well as The amazing Laura Oakman of Fox and Westwood One. She'll be doing the sidelines for the broadcast of the Super Bowl for the fifth year in a row. But that's not her purpose in life. She has a passion for sports and working in sports broadcasting. But she's got a different purpose. And we talked all about it. And it really stems from a hurtful experience she went through in her own life. Uh, And then, of course, Judy Batista, who is so embedded and entrenched in the NFL, has great intel and insight about some of the top stories, even the Super Bowl week, that aren't really Niners and Chiefs because there's always something going on in the NFL. And one of the more entertaining conversations I've ever had on Radio Row, and I'll confess, I did not know Brandon Lang or anything about Brandon Lang until about two days ago when Jay booked him for Radio Row. There is a photo up on both Twitter and Facebook, A-Law Radio, and then our Facebook page is uh, named after the show. It's easy peasy. He is not just a host, but he's also a handicapper. He's clearly used to playing up to a crowd. I asked him the question of whether or not sports wagering, sports betting, because he's a highly successful and renowned handicapper. He's got a website. He's got peeps that that go along with him. He's got nine people that work for him. Anyway, I asked him whether or not it's a skill or it's luck. Is it about what you know or is it just about chance? And his answer was epic. Oh, my God. You need a little bit of both. 
You need a little bit of both. And man, you better be you better be lucky sometimes because there's some <laughs> stuff that happens in these games that you set back That's and say, right. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay? I got the Detroit Lions plus seven and a half. I'm up twenty four seven. So I'm up thirty one and a half to seven. Hmm. Dan Campbell kicks the field goal. If Aaron Glenn gets on the headset and goes like this, Dan, Dan, Aaron, Aaron. It's Dan, it's Aaron. Listen to me. Dan. <laughs> My defense has held them to 10 points with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Dan, 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 just, just Dan, we've been through a lot together. I mean, we built this thing from the ground up, Dan. Just, Dan, Dan, please just give me 30 seconds. My defense has held them to 10 points with seven minutes to go in the third quarter. Dan, if you kick this field goal and give me a 17-point lead on my daughter's life, my grandmother's life, my wife's life, they're not going to score three touchdowns on my defense in the next 22 minutes. Dan, I, Dan I sw- I'll quit. I'll quit, and I'll go work at Best Buy. I swear to God, Dan, I'll work at Best Buy. they got to score three long drives against my defense in the next 22 minutes. It's not going to happen. you got a better chance of seeing God come down the sideline right now with Michael Jordan and Aquilo Coke. It's not going to happen, Dan. Just kick the field goal. Give me a 20. Just, just Dan. And that's saying our offense isn't going to score for the rest of the game. Dan, Dan. Dan, I'm going to start crying. Dan, Dan. Dan, just kick the field goal and put us in the Super Bowl, Dan. And then our picture will be up there instead of the Niners, Dan. Just kick the field goal, Dan, and we're there. We're there, Dan. Well, Dan didn't do that. So now we got the Niners. Right. Thanks, Dan. That's why it's uh, still always an uncertain Now, I said all that, and I still needed Detroit to convert a fourth down and goal to Mm -hmm. get me the cover. That's where the luck came in, where I shouldn't even have needed that. Hmm. But I got it, and I was lucky. All right. So it's lucky, but it's also skill. Absolutely. Okay. You have to know the games. Have to know the games. There is more entertainment value in that conversation with Brandon Lang. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. He also talks about the do as I say, not as I do. No, it's the opposite. Do as I, well, do what you want, but don't do, I'm not going to be doing what you're doing in Vegas kind of a thing. Uh, He is, he's a Vegas guy now for the last 40 years, but he's figured out how to navigate it. And he's made a successful transition from athlete to then the subject of a movie. I asked him how much of Two for the Money is accurate. You'll have to get his answer. And also, uh, what they changed. (laughs) I didn't realize it was the sport. They actually changed the sport. (laughs) Anyway, all of our conversations from Radio Row each day are part of our podcast. After Hours with Amy Lawrence, you can Google it. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on Omni. It's on our Odyssey website, cbsportsradio.com as well. And we post the link every weekday morning. So producer Jay is taking care of social, which means we've got photos galore already. So check it out on Twitter, After Hours CBS. There's also a scene set video. (laughs) We're going nutso. And we haven't even gotten to the food. In fact, we've eaten nothing outside of the Luxor Hotel, so uh, so it's time to get outside the Luxor Hotel and find some food. Okay, here's what we've got coming up on Wednesday. Mark Ingram, Brandon Bolden, NFL Vets, the Thunderbirds, who will be delivering the flyover at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday, and NFL Network's Colleen Wolf. So we will be all over social back tonight from 98.5 HD2, The Bet. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.